0: Praise the Lord to our listening audience this morning. This is Mercy Ministries of the Apostolic Faith. We're going to allow Mother Young to share a very special testimony of how God has been gracious to her through the years. Mother Young.
1: I am Mother Young. I was was saved in 1983. I've been on this journey a long time. But trouble hit me, I got cancer in July the 4th in 19, you know, 2019. And I fought with cancer for almost two years. But I never really suffered real hard like most people do. So most of the time I hurt, it would be at night. But I had the first treatment of chemo. And I was okay after that. Then some months later, it came back. I started hurting again. I went to the cancer center and told them what was going on. So I took the CT scans all over again. And then they found the cancer again. So I went on and took the treatment of of, uh, chemotherapy for three days I suppose it took it six days, but it made me sick. Then I took radiation for 30 days. And after that I had the CT scan again, and the cancer was gone. The brutes of the cancer was burnt up. There was no sign. So I went on the well, the Lord had told me when I was praying, I just prayed, prayed, prayed. Lord help me, help me Jesus. And I say, you know how this cancer do people. I kept on telling him and telling him, I kept on praying to him and one morning he told me that my healing was in the wind. And I said, in the wind? And then I thought about it. I said, well the wind blows every which way and I don't know which way it be coming I said, but I'm going to wait on the Lord. So all of a sudden, I started the, the soreness in my chest and under my arm, which I had lung cancer. And it just started the healing. Every day, it was less and less. Then when I went back to the cancer center, in December the 4th, the 2nd, and um, they it, took CT scans again, and then after that came back, I went to the cancer doctor, and they told me that there was no signs, no new growth. Everything was still clear. So God delivered me from cancer. God is able to deliver you from anything that come up. you got to trust in him. And the first thing, you got to make him your God. you got to belong to him because he will take care of them that belong to him. Amen. Amen.
0: Come on, give God some praise. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Lord is a healer. The Lord is a deliverer. Somebody shout hallelujah. Amen. Thank Mother Young for that special testimony. God can do anything but fail. Amen. Yes, Lord. Those of you that have your Bibles, turn to Exodus, the 15th chapter. We'll be reading verses 20 through 26. I'll read the first and you read the second and so on. Amen? If you haven't, say amen. Give you a few more minutes. And Miriam the prophetess, The sister of Aaron took a timbrel in her hand and all the women went out after her with
1: timbrels
0: and with dance.
1: Miriam answered them, Sing ye to the Lord, for he has triumphed gloriously. The horse and his rider have he
0: thrown into the sea. So Moses brought Israel from the Red Sea and they went out into the wilderness of shore, and they went three days in the wilderness, and found no water.
1: and when they came to Merah, they could not drink of the waters of Merah, for they were bitter, therefore the name of it was called Merah.
0: and the people murmured against Moses, saying,
1: What shall we drink? And he cried unto the Lord and the Lord showed him a tree which when he had cast into the waters the waters were made sweet there he made for them a statute and an ordinance and there he proved them
0: and he and said if thou wilt diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God and will do which is right in his sight and will give ear to his commandments and keep all his statue. I will put none of the diseases upon thee which I have brought upon the Egyptians, for I am the Lord that healeth thee.
1: Yes.
0: Amen. Bow your heads all over the building. Most Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we we'll pray for this congregation right now. Lord in the mighty name of Jesus. We bind principalities and powers, spiritual wickedness in high places right now. Lord, we pray right now even the prayers that are in the prayer box, Lord. People, name, places, oh God, in the name of Jesus. We lift their needs up before you right now. God, we pray, oh God, that your will would be done in the name of Jesus. Pray for every church that's called out by your name. Every preacher, every congregation, dear Lord. Lord, touch us, O God, in the name of Jesus. Lift us up spiritually, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, now we get ready to break the bread of life. Lord, in the name of Jesus. Give your man, servant, clear, thought, wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. In Jesus' name we pray. And everyone said, amen. You may be seated. The subject will be taken from the 26th verse. I am. The subject this morning is know who. I am. All right, now. The Bible lets us know that they that know their God yes, shall be strong, yes, and they shall do exploits. Yes, I'm under the persuasion but the problem that we face right now, we really don't know the God that we serve. Here in the text, you'll find that this is one of the songs of Moses. And here it points out that there is a difference when you're actually singing a song about God in its works. It gives the people power. It calls the people to have faith in their God. There's a danger now more so than ever when we as a body of believers listen to empty songs and songs that don't have no meaning. And the world has been very successful to take the real meaning out of the church. There are more junk now than there is songs of substance. When back in the day when the children of God, we didn't know much and we didn't have much. But we were determined to serve God. Oh, songs like this little light of mine. I'm going to let it shine everywhere I go. Uh, Now people are under the persuasion that they don't have to represent God uh, wherever they go. But I come to tell the believer you got to know who God is no matter where you go. If you're out in the woods, you still got to represent God. Even if you're in the downtown area of our city, if you are a child of God, you've got to represent God. I don't care where you go. Uh, If you're on your job, uh, you still got to represent God. Uh, And when you begin to look at uh, how God makes a difference uh, between those that are saved uh, and those that are unsaved, uh, a child of God can get an audience with God uh, when a sinner can't even uh, Get a prayer through. Uh, my Bible lets me know uh, that God does not hear a sinner's prayer, uh, but he does hear a worshiper. Uh, when you can bow down who you are, uh, and when you can take off all that you are, uh, you can get an audience with God. Uh, hear see here even in the the song of Moses, uh, that Miriam and the sisters, uh, they got that tambourines uh, and they begin to rehearse back to God uh, the things that God had done uh, to bring him them out of Egypt. Uh, I come to tell somebody uh, the Bible sent me to remind you uh, they overcame him uh, by the word their mouth, uh, and they will not be right, uh, but they overcame by their testimony. Uh, I come to tell you uh, uh, that the devil then calls you to put your hands uh, over your mouth, uh, not to reverse uh, back to God, uh, where God has already done for him. Uh, no wonder you can't see uh, any hope in your future. Uh, hallelujah to God. Uh, there's nothing like uh, uh, telling God what he did uh, uh, that'll cause the Holy Ghost uh, uh, when they were going down to Babylon Unto the Lord, all you lands come before His presence with singing and know that the Lord, He is God. I come to tell you, you got to know the God that you serve. I wish I had a church. When we begin to look at how is it that God moves in our life? can I tell you, the more you remember what God Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for He is good, and His mercies endure forever. One thing that you gotta realize: I don't care how bad your life is. Without God, it would have been worse. Got it now. If it had not been for the Lord on our side, now may Israel say, because they were looking back, if God wouldn't have been there, I would have been a stillborn. Hallelujah to God. If God wouldn't have been there. I wouldn't have walked away from the accident. I wouldn't have been there, cancer would have killed me. I wouldn't have been there, diabetes would have been the tale, if it had not, been for the Lord, on my side, I feel like preaching here, you got to know, the God, that you serve, I'm so glad, I don't so good, I am so glad, I Holy tree but I saw a written Savior who's in the world today I know that he lives He lives in my soul Hallelujah Hallelujah But when we children of God. I, I, don't know uh, uh, what we're doing. I, I, when we come to the house of God. I, I, don't know uh, uh, how to come down and uh, uh, get out of ourselves. I, I, we run uh, uh, the risk of uh, uh, losing our joy. I, uh, losing because we don't know. But God. that brought us. Am... Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to God. And I'm reminded when God began to send Abraham Moses back to the people, one thing that he told him, You shall say has uh, uh, sent me he uh, uh, told him uh, uh, I am uh, hallelujah uh, uh, I come to challenge you uh, uh, this morning uh, uh, whatever your uh, circumstance uh, uh, or situation uh, uh, you've got going on uh, uh, there is a phrase uh, You pass it. I am. Hallelujah. It's whatever. I need God to be in my life, and that's where the church world is seen to be losing out. What do you need God to do? That is. I uh, know we got this morning a whole lot of us living in fear. A whole lot of us coming to church in unbelief. That's not God's fault. That's your fault. The Bible said we got to stir up the gift. What are you doing to stir up what you believe about God, what are you doing to cause your faith to grow? Hallelujah! Hallelujah to God! Hallelujah! Let me tell you, there's this war It's going to have a whole lot more problems, but it's bad when the saints of God have the same problems that the war had when God has told us. Some of the problems that they have, you ain't gonna have. I come to tell you, this morning, it's time to stand up like you believe God. Stand up like you believe statement I am come from the Hebrew to be or to exist when you look at I am and, it, and if you ever have the experience and God ever tells you I am he's telling you write the check I'm all the zeros in the numbers that you put before it. He's telling you, walk forward, don't turn around, and don't look back. What is the church's responsibility? The church's responsibility is to hold to the truth of who God is. You can't walk out of these doors and drop the truth of who God is. God is truth and his word is truth. We can't operate on lies we got to operate on truth. This statement, God declares that he is self-existing, eternal, self-sufficient, self-directed, and unchanging. Anytime you hear the I am, God has sent me to tell you nowhere but to him. He says know who I am. we, We spend a whole lot of time of trying to tell people who we are. And we try to spend a whole lot of time of defending what or who we believe in. That is out. Just know the God that you serve, that He's well able to do exceedingly abundantly above all you could ask or think. Expect the miracle. Expect the impossible. Expect God to do more than what you ask Him for. Because he is that kind of God, and the I am defines him. What does I am mean in the Hebrew? I am is actually the verb. means to become or to exist. I'm going to become whatever you need and I'm going to exist in that as long as you need it. And the church, we expect God to come but we don't expect Him to exist as long as we need it. a psychological assessment on ourselves. If we can talk to our psychic and if we can reach down and then get our self-esteem and pap it up and just fluff it up and just tell it, you, God ain't going to do you like people do you. So shut that down and let's go with God. Deal with your inadequacies. He deals with your possibilities. You deal with your inadequacies. God never called you according to what you can't do. He always called you according to what you can do. Let am tell you, I'm shutting it down. Cause I know the God. I know who the I am is. What does I am mean? It is a common English translation of the response God used in the Hebrew Bible. When Moses asked him for his name, Moses! I am the Lord that delivers me, whatever your problem, Lord, I, and then you ain't got to look at me like we ain't got no problem, you ain't got to look like you're deep, and you, got, you ain't got to look like your head is high above everybody, if you're in the flesh, if you're walking on the earth, you got a problem. Your problem might not be my problem and my problem may not be your problem, but we got a problem. Come to tell you he's the God of your problem. Like he's the God of my problem. And can I tell you, and he is real good at keeping a secret. Preached a few years ago, running till that. For those of you that can't, can't, can't keep nothing, running, run, running, running till then. When, 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 when Moses says, some hustle." And God said to Moses, I am that I am. And that's all you need. You can close the book. He told you whatever you run across or whatever you need, I am that. You, tell me, you ain't got to go down at the DHS and ask for a handout. Just go to God and say, hey, I need some money. I have a need as a child of God. I have a need as a believer. I have a need of the Jehovah that I believe in. And Jehovah simply means Jesus is salvation. So don't so don't don't. Don't think we got another God going here. Don't don't don't. Don't think we believe that Jehovah. It doesn't mean to know to be aware. I don't know why we, as children of God, want to give the impression that we're walking around sleep. If you know him to be, what he said? Try him out. I used to tell try God. Yes, All you got to do is try God according to his word. So you know, my Bible tells me if I live a certain way, and if I act the way God wants me to do, he hears my prayer. And he will not withhold anything from them that loves him. So if God is not doing what you've asked him to do, you don't love him like He want to be loved. You're not doing what he wants you to do the way he wants you to do it. Oh, y'all ain't hearing me. Y'all ain't hearing me. You, you, you know, uh, I, you, we when a lot of times we fantasize more about love than we could actually live up to. Because, you know, it, it, it is a lot of work to catch a fish. Once you catch the fish, you try to relax. Now, this is both men and women. Sisters, so, so I ain't cooking no more. I cook to catch it. Now, you got to go in there and cook the steak. Ain't no amen in the house. I brought my own. Brother, you to open the door for. uh, Make sure the car. Make sure she didn't take out the trash. Make sure, make sure, make sure, make sure. After the I do said it, you see that trash piling up just like I do. you put in to get in the work that you put in to get in you got to put in to stay in and this is the problem we bring the same relationship to God that we do to people you can't treat God like you treat everybody else you're going to be lost Wish I had a church. Wish I had some believers. Wish I had somebody that know him. That's why he said, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. They are not grievous. not hard for a saint to live right? Not a hard for a saint to obey the word of God. It, it, it comes natural for folks that love, If I don't like you, our relationship don't come natural. I have to make myself speak to you. I have to make myself say hi to you. I have to make myself wave to you. But if it comes natural, it comes with a smile. Tell how folks feel about you the way they greet you. That's so why if you're going to speak to me and drop your head and turn and look, at, look sideways, look over there out the window while you're saying hi, you can keep your eye. all that says is there is a problem between me and you. And when it comes down to God, if you can't open your mouth, lift your hands, and shout to the top of your voice in the sanctuary, I know you can't do it at home. I know you can't do it outside. Don't come naturally outside of the house of God. This is where praise comes natural. Oh, I feel like walking on water. You preach it. Hallelujah. 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 So it's to beware of thoughts, observation inquiring information. So to know we've got to be able to process some stuff. And saints now don't want to process nothing. We don't process the things that we're doing to, to get God's attention and we don't process the things we're doing to push God away. I've seen folk mess up their relationship with their spouses. They sabotage their own marriages. They run their own kids away from them. And then want to blame the devil. You got to what? When you know you're tearing up your own house, you gotta shut your mouth and tell every demon down in you, "I ain't gonna help you tear up my house." I got one better than that. Since I got some amen. man. <laughs> Those of you that are tearing up your bodies with all that junkie. You're doing it. So give me an amen like that and stop it. Then we want God to heal us. Then we want God to deliver us. And then we still won't give him the praise. Amen. talk about health. So he said, I want you to prosper and be in health. Uh, I am the Lord that healeth me. We all need some kind of healing. You know, know, right now, uh, everybody in America, everybody all over the world needs some kind of healing some kind of deliverance from God but we don't go to him like he is God we go to him like he is somebody that don't know anything he knows all the secrets wasn't nothing made that was made without it came through him and we act like he's a visitor in our lives My health is defined as a state of being free from illness in synonymous to a good physical condition We need spiritual healing. We're so worried about our flesh in its dying every day. You're losing hair, you're losing skin cells, you're losing some part of you are dying every day. And there's a cycle that your body goes through, it even discards certain proteins and, and everything else and then it reveals and reforms and, and the thing about it we don't even want our spirit to grow because we don't do anything to nurture it and to call it to grow Peace. Peace. Bible says grow in the grace in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ you got to know who he is A lot of, I used to try to watch a lot lot of Christian TV until I found out most of them clowns don't know who Jesus is. All they want is a uh, a telethon. They don't know who Jesus is. All they want is somebody to give them some no, And they don't care who Jesus is. All they want to be able to is swindle the church out of a nickel and a dime. And I'm convinced that God knows what he's doing when he's in this pandemic. He shut a whole lot of them down. He closed them without warning. He 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 clothed them and their bishops and ishops and bishops and wishops and bishops and all them others came and opened them back up because they are scared. Hey. Shut them down. Shut them down. Wants the people of God. He wants you to know him. And and can I tell you. Some of you think you know him. But you really don't know him. Because you haven't took time. To compare yourself. With what he's required. From the word. And if you don't ever measure, measure up to the word. You won't measure up to him. The Bible tells us, mark the perfect man. And behold the upright. If if Jesus wouldn't say it, don't you say it. If Jesus wouldn't do it, don't you do it. If Jesus wouldn't, don't you dare do it. And call yourself a child of God. And then we try to justify where we are. You know I'm quarter Cherokee. You know I'm half Indian. I'm from the Zulu tribe. You know Shaka was our king. Give yeah, their all kinds of open doors. We as saints of God got to close those doors and lock them. Say, things I used to do, I don't do that no more. Places I used to go, I don't go no more. Close the door. We said one to you a while back too. 23rd chapter, verse 25 says, So ye shall serve the Lord your God, and he will bless your bread in your water. Oh my God! You mean to tell me that I am blesses our bread? We call ourselves blessed. Baby, you ain't got enough prayers to bless or cause nothing, you got to stretch. you can't even stretch your shoes. To prove that if y'all would take your shoes off and examine your feet, all kinds of corns and bunions would be there, cause you couldn't adjust them shoes that you thought was pretty. And I will take your sickness away from you from the from the midst of you, look at God. I'm gonna bless your bread and water, and I'm gonna take away your diseases and your sickness away from. You got to remember that while you're walking through here. You got to you got to really remember what God has said. You gotta know God. So you gotta know God's word. Yes, sir. Right. Yes, sir. For somebody that don't know God heals sickness and disease, they're really gonna be really kind of stressed out in this area. In this generation. In this pandemic, they're gonna be really stressed out because they still don't know how you get the corona. Second Kings 20 and 5. He sends the prophet to Hezekiah. Return and tell Hezekiah, the leader. Of my people, thus said the Lord. You need to write yourself a note. You got to remember what God said. Come on, preacher. You trying to remember what everybody else said? If I told you something and let you down, you're remembering verbatim. You'll remember every mess up in my life. What about your junk? In your trunk. You got to remember the word of God when it's well with you, when things are topsy-turvy. And this is the problem of most folks in the church. They won't remember what God said. Wow. Wow. Go back and tell Hezekiah look at God he honored him as the leader of my people it's bad when leadership don't know what's going on and all you kings and queens we got in here my God help you (laughs) thus saith the Lord the God of David your fathers. I have heard your yes. prayer. That's what we need to didn't the Bible tells us things that you can't cry unless God sent an angel to catch your tears and put them in a vial and hold them to the day He get ready to put them back, pour them out on the earth. When you pray, He got somebody to run and catch your prayer. So nothing that a child of God go through is going to be in vain, but we live in vain. Like what we're going through don't matter to God. The the word has not covered it and all this other junk, and that's the biggest lie on the planet. If I break down and start crying now, you ain't going to see the angels. But the cheer ain't gonna hit the ground. The angel gonna get it and a it and take it back to God. And we think God done forgot about us. We think God ain't hearing us. Give him a, give him a road. Give him a door. Give him a window. He'll get to you. Most of the time, we lock the door, lock the window, wipe out the road where God can't get to. It takes faith for God to get to you. If you ain't got none, that's the problem. I have seen your tears. You know, most of us cry on the inside. Cry on the inside. Don't want nobody. We just were broken. We just as miserable. Trying to fake through the motion. You ain't got no joy. You ain't got no joy. now when you was out there in the world you could get some Sigmund sin and it help you smile for a minute get some Mary Jane so you could put a smile on your face for a minute and whatever the other crutches that you have only last for a minute but where's your joy in the kingdom of God this joy that I have the world didn't give it to me And they can't take it away. Why are you giving up your joy? When the Bible says the joy of the Lord is a strength of his people. Get your eyes off of the junk and get it on God. You're sabotaging your relationship with God because you don't know God. (laughs) just missing out on life and everything. Everything just ain't going the way it's going the way God wanted it to. God will do anything and everything to keep you from messing up your life. He'll run folks out of your life. He'll silence the folks in your life to keep you from messing up your life if you told him you want to be saved. And you crying because they leave. leaving. Why ask him to save you then? If you don't like the way he's saving you. And we like. Ain't nothing to do. You lie. You just don't want to do what God wants you to do. You don't want to read. You don't want to pray. You don't want to fast. You don't want to come to church. You just don't want to do what God wants you to do. That's it. And a lot of us have not divorced ourselves from our will. And that's the same problem that Satan had. He had a will and a desire that was different from God. If you're going to want to go to heaven, your will and desire got to match up with God. If not, you ain't going. You ain't going. You might as well get your best excuses when you're left behind. I'm going to catch the next book. to Hezekiah. I will heal you on the third day you shall go up to the house and folks get healed and delivered and don't want to come to church. Yeah. What? Well, God don't heal you for and you stay out there in the street. What is God going to heal you for and you go home from the hospital and go right back to doing what you were doing? Everybody that Jesus healed, he told them to go and sin no more. And why do you think you want him to heal you, heal your body so you can go back to sin? (laughs) Why? To heal you so that you can drink a gallon of liquor now? But you want your healing. You better know God. You better know who God is. Because God wants to honor his people and he wants honor from his people. Why? 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 You know, yeah, Lord knows what you're doing when he called me to preach. Well, I can't be a fireman. Brother, that house is on fire and you want me to what? Run in there and try to save somebody? I don't know if they're alive or dead. You want me to go in there? I may have the wrong job. Life, God, that's too much water. And you mean to tell me I can't stand up and save myself? I never passed the swimming test because the water was too deep. I backstroked and got up out of there and said, uh You'll swim better in deep water, not me. if it's four feet, I can stand up and save myself. I ain't waiting on you to jump in there and save me. I'm telling you. And I took pride in staying in four feet. I paid them for the swimming lessons. But they didn't gain my trust. <laughs> Second Chronicles 7 and 14 says, If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face," And turn from their wicked. We all got some ways that don't please God. If, if, if you can't acknowledge that, you're already a liar. And a liar ain't no tearing this out. You ain't got to wait to go to heaven. Because you ain't going. If you like what you got going on now, and you got going on that's more important than God, guarantee you, high fire yourself and hit the door, because You ain't going. You're wasting a whole lot of time because we've got to conform to the will of God. Not our own will, but God's will. You know, and don't tell me you can't. Tomorrow, when you go to your job, you conform to everything everybody else says. I don't want to do it. I don't like doing it. Man, that chick show sure kept out on Friday you can form in. They ain't going to tell you to shut up. Or they're going to say, I'm going to write you up. Now, you might not think about it, but God writes you up too. He got a book, got your name on it, got your set of problems, got stuff that he done told you to straighten up, and you won't straighten up. He got it all written down. are one that is described just for you and you're the author you're the author can't blame nobody what's in there but you